This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig for details. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stefan Never Told You, production of iHeartRadio. And today we are doing a revisit that we're yes. very excited about. Yes. Because recently on a Monday Mini, you, Samantha, were talking about how you'd really gotten into these choose-your-own-adventure phone games, right? Yes. Kind of like, oh, it's called Choices Ah, by okay. Pixelberry. And yes, uh-huh. you determine like the characters and what you do. We talked about the problematic things, but how much I'm enjoying it. And I am still on it. And I'm still a bit obsessed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and we in that episode you were talking about, you know, kind of the the binary problems that might arise and some of these more misogynistic or or things like that that might arise. But when you were talking about it, I remembered that we had a listener who wrote in, I think a year ago, <laughs> um, named Amanda, who was like, You've got to play uh, Wayhaven, Wayhaven Chronicles, because it's, you know, got vampires, it's got supernatural elements, it's got romance, all of this stuff. And I had downloaded it then because I was like, yes, I, I would love to do this. And then I never played it because I got distracted. But this restarted the memory. And uh, we, Samantha and I, have now played the first book. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I got through it much faster than you, which you is did. quite you kept funny. You making fun of me. <laughs> because you were two weeks ahead of me. And I was like, how did I get faster than you? To be fair, when I get caught up in something, I get caught up in something. I am a uh-huh. binge person for sure. Um, so I finished it within a day. But I was like, wait, you've been on that one decision for a week. What? <laughs> yes. I can't wait to talk about that. It was so funny. <laughs> I was just deliberating back. I was like sending people who had no idea what I was talking about. I was like, here are the plus and minuses of going with this person. <laughs> this person. They're like, what? 
<laughs> it took me forever to make the decision. Oh. Um, and I like that you had a prediction. We'll come back and talk about it, about like who I should have done. Um, but anyway, I, I, anyway. I had assumed that it would be a specific person. And then I was like, oh, you, you didn't? Not at all. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, we're going to talk about it. So this is going to be sort of a, a lighter, more fun episode where we talk about our experiences, but also... We reached out to listener Amanda again, and we just asked, like, what was your experience? What did you like about it? Can you send us just some general things that you really enjoyed about the game and your experience with the game? And Amanda delivered and sent us an audio file and all of these questions. So, Amanda, one, you're amazing if you're listening. VIP right here. You are essentially interviewing us in this episode. You are the interviewer because we're going to give our answers to the questions that you wrote out. Yep. (laughs) Yes, you are a hero. I mean, brought it to our attention. We enjoyed this very much. Your answers Mm -hmm. were amazing. And I'm I'm so excited. Yes, I think this is going to be fun. And I can't wait to compare our statistics because essentially, yeah, you choose, you get a lot of options and you choose something, and then that at the end, or at any time you can check and see if like you're more charming or more intimidating and all of these things in your statistics based on the choices that you made. Um, so at the end, Samantha and I are going to compare that, and I think it'll be very, very funny. Yes. <laughs> but yes, before we get into that, for anyone who's listening and is like, what are you talking about? Uh, the Wayhaven Chronicles are a choose-your-own-adventure Uh, game that you can play on multiple platforms, including Steam, um, uh, by Mishka Jenkins. And here's the description from the Choice of Games website. Your first case as a detective is forcing you to open your eyes to a world bigger than you thought, but maybe it's better to keep them closed. Knowing too much doesn't help anyone sleep at night. Seems the supernatural didn't get the memo that nothing exciting ever happens in the little town of Wayhaven. The Wayhaven Chronicles Book 1 is a thrilling 440,000-word interactive fantasy novel by Mishka Jenkins where your choices control the story. It's entirely text-based, without graphics or sound effects, and fueled by the vast, unstoppable power of your imagination. I did have very specific images in mind. Yeah, we talked about this. Like, what did you think? What did you see versus what I saw? We saw two very specific different things. (laughs) We did. We did indeed. Uh, The description continues. Experience the big and small moments with a host of characters throughout this exciting twist on the usual supernatural tale, a story which will take you through heart-pounding romance, smile-filled friendships, and shiver-inducing drama. Play as female, male, or non-binary with options to be straight, gay, or bisexual, Discover the start of distinct and lasting romances with the vampires of Unit Bravo. (laughs) Spoiler! (laughs) Mm -hmm. Define and refine relationships with a variety of characters from friends, family, exes, and enemies. Decide how you will fulfill the job of detective through deduction, combat, science, or people skills. Discover the truth of what awaits in Wayhaven in a play style that suits your personality. Indulge in true moments of romance, friendship, drama, and fun. (laughs) Fun! I love it. So yeah, I mean, if I had to describe it, I would say it is a shifting uh, POV, but primarily... You are playing this from the the point of view of a detective. Um, I named mine Kira Kingston. Oh, I was what Kira Lynn. Oh, we both chose Kira. So it was like four or five names you could choose. I went with Kira Kingston, uh, who is started as detective in this small town of Wayhaven where it sounds like not a lot happens in general. But of course, when you first start, 
Suddenly there are murders. Bodies are dropping. Mm-hmm. And you're not sure what's going on. And then your mother, who you can change, the relationship with the mother, you can also shape of whether she's kind of estranged or whether you're close. Uh, but it sounds like she's really busy and you don't see her that much. Comes in and she's got this, you know, unit bravo from this kind of secretive government agency. And yes, they're all vampires. Yeah. Well, this group is. <laughs> This particular group. <laughs> Samantha's giving me a very meaningful look. <laughs> Just saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I did have a lot of fun playing it. Um, I, I It was funny how much I got so caught up in, but what if it's the wrong decision? She <laughs> contemplated the decision for days. For days. And I would also, I would, I wonder if you felt this, Samantha, but I would get torn between, like, this is what I would actually do, and this is what I hope I would do. Right. And I would try to be truthful to what I think I would do, even if sometimes I was like, I would probably do that thing. Eh. But that's <laughs> part of the fun, is, like, doing what you think you should do and seeing what would happen. I actually mm-hmm. had a couple of incidents, and it may have just been me on the phone, where a couple of decisions were taken out of my hands. It would just bypass. I was like, no, I didn't make that decision. So... I had to put like three or four times, I think. And I was like, well, how did that happen? So I feel like that might, if, if something goes wrong, if there's a way to play this wrong, that's what happened. Oh, you're going to blame it on that. Yeah, it is. Because those affect, those choices affect you. Oh, clearly. <laughs> I guess we should have said, uh, not a sponsor currently by any of this. We just wanted to talk about it because we had a good time. Um, <laughs> right now, yeah. the game sponsor is Best Fiends. And yes, I still play that. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about that again. <laughs> In our ad experience, if you haven't heard it, listeners, Samantha gets real real. <laughs> Come on. This is how I make a nemesis. Yes, I love it. And Amanda was kind enough to to answer these questions in written format, but also to send us an audio file about why she really enjoyed Wayhaven and a little bit about her experience with it. So we thought we'd play that. What can I say about the Wayhaven Chronicles? Well, first and foremost, it's a supernatural murder mystery with vampire love interest. So it didn't take much to sell me. I've been playing many of these text-based choose-your-own-adventure stories for some time, and a big draw has always been choosing a gender and sexuality that matches my own and having it reflected in the game. But what really makes the Wayhaven Chronicles stand out is just how well-written and plotted out the character arcs and story are. The love interests in particular for Unit Bravo have such distinct personalities that fit all sorts of romantic tropes. Do you love slow burns with yearning? Ava or Adam is your best bet. Do you love falling in love with your best friend? Far or Felix? What about the angsty rebel who pretends to hate everyone but has a secret soft side? Morgan or Mason? And of course, the person who almost seems too good to be true, but who may actually have a secret hidden away, Natalie or Nate. Each of these interactions is so unique and varies depending on who you decide to ultimately romance, if anyone, which is another fantastic bonus. You don't have to romance anyone if you decide that's not your thing. Determining who will be your best friend was just as interesting to me as any potential budding romance, especially because it requires you to be kind and mesh with them. Not just anyone will be able to match Ava or Adam's gruff, no-nonsense attitude. This is in part due to the choices helping you frame the detective's personality, your surroundings, and character interactions, providing an opportunity to reflect yourself within the character, even the little details such as whether you drink coffee or tea. And what about with a pastry? You always got to get it with a pastry. 
Whether your detective is a direct carbon copy of yourself, wish fulfillment, or neither, it's been a fun experiment trying the different personality combinations. It's easy in many games to play as a snarky a-hole without any repercussions or anyone taking notice, but I love how in this game, that truly dictates how the other characters will address you and follow through in the later books. My last point I will say about the series and why I love it is again focusing on how the story draws you in with these elements and delivers a really compelling narrative that truly does change with each playthrough, depending on how you equip your detective socially and with different skills. With no spoilers, I've never had two runs be the same and can make it feel like an action romantic comedy or a thriller with a doomed romance, all depending on these choices. And I think that's why even after four years, I'm still replaying and eagerly awaiting the third book. So yeah, thank you, Amanda, for sending that in and and for writing out these questions also, which we're going to use throughout. We really, really appreciate it. Okay, so... I think we're we're gonna go through right. and read Amanda's experience, and then we're gonna give our own experiences based on on what we experienced. I'm saying I'll experience a lot, but based on what we chose and oh, <laughs> the deliberations, the deliberations, and what happened. I'm very curious to see if there were some mm-hmm. differences mm-hmm. in what happened because I've only played it once, so. I don't know if it can shift or if the ending is kind of set. It sounds yes. like you can get multiple endings. I kind of want to replay it just to see. Yeah. And we both downloaded the second one, but we haven't started it yet. <laughs> uh, but maybe a redo, <laughs> revisit. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly boring since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. 
Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. So I guess Smith and I already kind of answered this one, but Amanda wrote... What can I say about the Wayhaven Chronicles? Well, first and foremost, it's a supernatural murder mystery with vampire love interest, so it didn't take much to sell me. <laughs> I had been playing many of these text-based choose-your-own-adventure stories for some time, and a big draw has always been choosing a gender and sexuality that matches my own and having it reflected in the game. But what makes the Wayhaven Chronicles stand out is just how well-written and plotted out the character arcs and story are. The love interest in particular for Unit Bravo have such distinct personalities that it fits specific tropes. Do you love slow burns with yearning? <laughs> Ava slash Adam is your best bet. Do you love falling in love with your best friend? Ferris slash Felix. What about the angsty rebel who pretends to hate everyone but has a secret soft side? Morgan slash Mason. And of course, the person who almost seems too good to be true but may have a secret hidden away? Natalie slash Nate. Uh, so... If you're confused by the names, I believe, and again, I've only played it once, and Samantha and I, you both chose bisexual. Yes. Correct? I believe if you choose gay, maybe you get, I don't know, maybe you get only women's names um, if you're a woman. I don't know. I have no idea. This is just speculation. Because we did not have, Samantha and I did not have these names. Um, maybe it's what we were playing on. That is just... A theory that I have, but right. um, so we had two women and two men: Adam, Nate, Farah, and Morgan. So two men and two women. Those were the romantic interest for us. Um, Amanda continues. Each of these interactions is so unique and varies depending on who you decide to ultimately romance, if anyone, which is another fantastic bonus. You don't have to romance anyone if you decide that's not your thing. Um, so, yeah, this is one of the funniest things to me. I, that was the decision I got so hung up on. I was like, who shall I romance? Because eventually, I'd been flirting with everybody, right? I was mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, you, you, you. But eventually, you get kind of towards the end, this message that says, all right, you need to lock down. Who are you going to pursue? And it's going to, you can't change it later. You have to stick with it for the rest of the game. And I, I did... I texted multiple people screenshots of this, and they're like, we don't know who these people are. Like, we can't help you out. I was so stuck in my head. And I'm somebody who, yes, I identify as asexual. Romance isn't really my thing. But I do like flirting. I really actually do like flirting. Mm -hmm. um, so I got all caught up in it. Uh, and it was fun. I did enjoy it. I did kind right. of like... Ooh, I wonder what will happen if I. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you and I talked about this between this and our last uh, book club, talking about missing the flirting bit. I hate dating. I'm really bad at it, but I'm really mm -hmm. good at flirting. I'm really good at flirting where there's no stakes. So essentially, mm -hmm. like, there's nothing there, but this is fun and I can flirt with you. I'm really yeah. good at that. If it's trying to be mm -hmm. purposeful, I am clumsy. Like, everything, but <laughs> yes. I think I talked about our meet cute. Like, I am clumsy, clumsy, clumsy. So, yes. when I'm trying to purposely flirt uh, with no intention, I'm great at it, and I enjoy mm -hmm. it a lot. And then there are the moments where you're, like, the beginning of, like, do, does he like me? Right. Do we reciprocate, or is this just, it's just one-sided? It is exciting, and I've missed that. And I feel like both of these things, this and the last book that we did, um, actually really puts that to the feeling 
I'm like, yeah. okay, yeah, here we go. A big, big, surly, really um, moody dude. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was definitely, it was very fun. Because I feel like a lot of times when the flirting part happened, there were maybe eight decisions. Mm-hmm. And there was like two where you could like outright flirt and then one where it was kind of more subtle. And I mm-hmm. always did the more subtle one because I was still kind of feeling out who I wanted. Mm-hmm. And so I got a lot of the like, oh, you, your stomach feels a little tight, but you're not sure why. Or, oh, your skin feels a little warm, but you don't know. So it felt very Sparks like she wasn't aware. Yeah, of what she was feeling, but she was feeling something. Was that your experience? Did you have more like outright flirting <laughs> things? I'm pretty sure it was the the sparks because I wasn't being mm. overtly t- done. Um, because p- towards the end, it was all about the looks. Ah, yes, the looks, mm-hmm. the looks. Mm-hmm. And this did remind me, as I mentioned a game series I love, Mass Effect, is like this, where you have like, I don't know, seven people you can romance, can choose your gender and all that kind of stuff. And uh, I played it enough times to romance everybody. But it was almost like, okay, I do think it's fun. I think it was really enjoyable. But I also just sort of wanted to know the story of what happens if you romance this person and what you can learn. So I was struggling with that too, where I was like, but I really want to know what's going on with Morgan. I wonder. Like, <laughs> so, what is making her this way? Yes. I wonder if I romance her, I can find out. But I did like more. I I deliberated with everybody. I was so yes. back and forth. I assumed it would be fair, <laughs> to be honest. That's honestly probably the one I should have done. I ended up choosing the the triangle, the Nate and Adam. Which even was though the most I was shocking ten- to me. Well, because I wanted to see more. I want to learn more. <laughs> <laughs> And so I like, I told you if I could have had everybody but Adam, I would have had like a polyamorous. Yes. And to be fair, I was Adam. Adam was number one for me. That's so interesting. (laughs) The others are too nice. I like to argue with people. Oh, no, not me. I was like, just leave me be, sir. <laughs> Let me do Let my me, job. <laughs> Let me just read over here in the corner mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. my sheep. Um, <laughs> I did. I wanted to. I really liked Maureen. I really liked Farah. I don't know. Again, if I could have chosen like multiple people. Gosh, who knows? But that's why I chose them. And I do, like, I I like a good, tough guy. Oh, but I secretly am in love with you thing. So I'm sure I'll enjoy it in the second book. But it was very much, like, like, why can't I have Nate and this person? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Again, Nate would probably be the one I would have ended up with. Mm -hmm. Because I can't imagine in real life like being mm-hmm. with someone who's or Farah, like essentially but yes I do yeah. in relationships I've only been with men so that's the real mm-hmm. life but I did I, I picked bisexual because I was like you know what well, this is one of those like let's just take it because I've always had moments of like this woman is beautiful not necessarily attracted but I acknowledge how beautiful they are mm-hmm. and I cannot ever let that go and I'm more likely to compliment a woman than I am a man mm. yeah yeah and I mean it's just more options. <laughs> there you go. And yeah, I wanted more options. I'm greedy. Mm. All right. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, 
But something else that Amanda talked about, uh, here's a quote, determining who will be your best friend was just as interesting to me as any potential budding romance, especially because it requires you to be kind and mesh with them. Uh, Not just anyone will be able to match with Ava slash Adam's gruff, no-nonsense attitude. This is in part due to the choices helping you frame the detective's personality your surroundings, and character interactions, providing an opportunity to reflect yourself within the character. Even the little details such as whether you drink coffee or tea. What about with a pastry? You always gotta get it with a pastry. (laughs) Of course, I think I did that, yes. You also get friendship points. Uh, You have flirting points and friendship points. And I... I had a lot of, I, I'm just friendly, so I had a lot of friendship points. I only the had end. the friendship points, really, with uh, Nate. That was the highest really? friendship points, yeah. Oh, whoa. I had a bunch, with, I think everybody but Adam, but even Adam, I had some. I, think <laughs> I was I'll, just I'll, trying to... Everybody else had a three or one, three or one, mm. and then mm-hmm. at Nate, I had six. I had a bunch with Nate, too. I had a bunch with Nate, but there were a lot of opportunities with him, I think. Right to have those interactions. Um, And then Amanda wrote, whether your detective is a direct carbon copy of yourself, wish fulfillment, or neither, it's been a fun experiment trying the different personality combinations. It's easy in many games to play as a snarky a-hole without any repercussions or anyone taking notice, but I love how in this game that dictates how the other characters will address you and follow through in the later books. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Okay. My last point I will say about the series and why I love it, again, focusing on how the story draws you in with these elements and delivers a really compelling narrative that truly does change with each playthrough depending on how you equip your detective socially and with different skills. With no spoilers, I have never had two runs be the same and can make it feel like a live-action rom-com or a thriller-doomed romance, all depending on these choices, and I think that's why, even after four years, I'm still replaying and eagerly awaiting the third book. Ooh, that's exciting. Okay. Because I I thought the third (laughs) one was already out, so, okay. Amanda, you're making all these things just uh, too exciting for us. Yes. (laughs) Well, and that's good to know because, like we said, we didn't. Well, I haven't played it twice. Samantha hasn't played it twice. But now, will I know? Now I'm like, mm, but I am such a. I guess there is a slightly different. It's hard for me to be snarky. Oh, I was so snarky. <laughs> I know. I, I, one hundred percent. I was like, Samantha's going to choose this one every time. I would see a choice. I'm like, yep. Samantha. Yep, I'm like, this. she's going to be forgiving and loving, and I'm be like, no, thank you. it's kind of I'm kind of notoriously I cannot like in Mass Effect I can't be the renegade I have to be the pair I can't do it and in like Bioshock I cannot do like take the the energy from the troll I can't do it Um, even if I'd get like a different ending or a slightly different thing I just can't do it so it would be interesting (laughs) for me there were certainly a lot of choices I was like this one or this one um and so I, I'm sure I could have a, a playthrough. I'm not sure how different it would be. <laughs> so I was more snarky with the new Bravo team and the mom than I was with my coworkers. I will say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want. I'm curious. I think the thing I'm most curious about is the last, like the finale. I guess because there was a lot in the kind of combat section at the end where I was like, I was, I got really in my head about what would I actually do. Um, so this this one was very much me, a reflection of me, um, of what I would do. This is me being a, the, yeah, absolutely, I'm a badass, and I'm not. <laughs> Mine was very much like, why can't we all get along? <laughs> 
<laughs> nope. <laughs> That's interesting, though. So yours wasn't necessarily you, like reflection of you. No, it's what uh, I would want to be. Okay. Okay. Except, the, but I mean, it's mm. inter- interspersed. You know, you mm-hmm. can't really, because abs- I couldn't absolutely be a jerk the entire <laughs> time. Like, so like with a mortician, I was very nice. And like the the uh, CSI person was like, he and I were very close. The friend, the ex-partner, very close. Even the dude uh, who was the governor's whatever, I was still like, eh, I'm not going to yeah. push those buttons. But with, like, the team, if they pushed up against mm-hmm. me, I'd push back. Like, that's kind of that level. The mom, I was not as forgiving. <laughs> Understanding, but not uh-huh. as forgiving. Uh-huh. Okay. I mean, yeah, you can't totally separate it out. But mine was certainly me trying to figure out what I would actually do. So, it could be fun to do one where I'm just like, I wish I, this is the thing. <laughs> See the differences. That's the next run. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um... Okay, so Amanda continues. Uh, First book rundown note, uh, I chose my romantic partner preference to be only women, so the names below will reflect the female variations. For reference, Ava Adam, Natalie Nat slash Nate, Morgan slash Mason, Ferris slash Felix. Ah, okay. So if I say I'm heterosexual, it would all be men. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, that's interesting. Uh Okay. That's not as much fun. (laughs) Yeah, never do that version. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna, but that still is not as much fun. Uh, My first playthrough back when the first book released back in 2018, shout out to the recap feature in the second book for reminding me how it went, and apparently I loved it so much, I made an immediate second run. So yes, when you start the the second one, it's like, do you want to recap? How much details do you want? (laughs) Right. Um, You can also import your game from the first one, which is what we did. Amanda continues, My detective's personality the first time pretty much reflected my own at the time. So a bit serious, a little snarky, and all about getting the job done. I followed the rules, including throwing away my precious coffee and pastry (laughs) and got along most with Tina. I didn't let Douglas, who is the the mayor's son, who's also an intern, uh, do whatever he wanted and tried to make him actually work to no avail. I had a good but reserved relationship with my mother, respecting her but slightly resenting her for being away much of the time. And of course, I had Bobby be an ex-lover from college because a Snoopy reporter ex in a vampire love story is perfect for drama. (laughs) Agreed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then Amanda runs through major choices. One of them, uh, okay, so yes, I know we've already spoiled it, but at this point, Get out now if you were like, I really don't want any more spoilers. Oh. <laughs> well, yours is also going to be different. So, reminder of that. And you and your choices, you don't know what your choices are making. That's true. But to be fair, so for me, as we said, uh, Douglas, he, him and my relationship was, I ignored him essentially, let him do what he, he wanted to and did my own thing, mm-hmm. um, not worrying about him. Mm-hmm. For me, uh, Tina and I were close, yeah. very close. Mm-hmm. Bobby and I were just acquaintances because I wanted nothing to do with him. He just sounded like a douche from the jump. Mm-hmm. And I was like, nope. And for Rebecca, the mother, we weren't very close in relationship, but I understood her absence, but she's still an arm's length away. <laughs> yeah, Douglas, I tried to get him to do work as well, but I also was kind of like, I felt like my hands were tied because he was the mayor's son. But I did try to get him to do work. Tina and I were really close. And I, there's a scene where you like go out to the bar together and we had a grand old time. <laughs> Not too much of a grand old time, but a grand old time. Uh, for Bobby, it says past relationship, acquaintance, a reporter with bad morals. 
for Rebecca, the mom, past relationship, very close relationship, even with the absences. I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> it was always like, do you reach out? Or, and every other choice was like, ignore her or like acknowledge, but don't. And I was always like, reach out. Let me hug you. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we can do it. this. Um, but okay. Everything's fine. <laughs> I knew that was going to be a big, I was like, so I can choose how this relationship's going to look. Okay. Yep. Okay. Uh, so major choices that Amanda runs through. Shoot Ava, uh, first playthrough, I pepper sprayed, and that has been a theme throughout unless I decide to let them go. Uh, I So this is early in the, on in the game. First part, Where you yeah. kind of, you run into the vampires, you don't realize they're vampires. I did not shoot. Um, I think I was trying to be like, we can talk this out. <laughs> oh, I pepper sprayed Adam. Oh, really? <laughs> Real hard. I think I was like talking to them. <laughs> Nope, not pepper spray. I love it. Immediately. <laughs> no question. <laughs> um, and then Amanda writes, reason for, for joining Wayhaven PD. Best job to use scientific skills, want to help people, pretty consistent throughout. I'm a cybersecurity professional in real life and even considered oh. joining the FBI early in my career, so this choice has always been fairly easy. Skills-wise, I tended to focus on technical and people skills Basic detective things. The three of us have something in common. You wanted to be... Uh, what did you want to I be? wanted to be a diplomat slash CIA agent, yeah. So, yeah, and then she she does this, and I was a state agency, worked with DFACS, worked with the Department of Juvenile Justice. I wanted to help people. A little different than cybersecurity, mm-hmm. but uh, for a while, I was looking to do a job with GBI, specifically working with children. But yeah, absolutely on that same route. But mine was, there was no technological stuff. It was all, like, people. <laughs> mm. I uh, I believe, because it asked you kind of early on, how did you become detective? And I think, because there was one choice that was, like, essentially you just had to do it because the uh, last person retired. I think I said something along the lines of, like, I wanted to do it, but I don't feel great about how I got it. <laughs> uh I remember mine was because I wanted to help people. Mm-hmm. I yeah I th- and that was pretty much throughout when it would be like, why are you doing this? I consistently would say, we need to help people of this town. We have to prevent something like this happening. Always kind of focusing in on the town's people. My professional information, my people skills is the highest, seventy seven percent. Combat is zero percent. Um, science, technology, 54%, deduction slash knowledge, 37%, and then by the book, 63%, bend the rules, 37%. Okay, yeah, because my people skills were 68%, my mm-hmm. combat skills were 40%, <laughs> my science technology was 19%, deduction, 52%, and Ooh. by the book was 58%, bend the rules, 42%. I was pretty even on that. I feel like you had a, you were overall better. I feel like skills wise, I was <laughs> lacking. <laughs> well, no, because my science and technology went whoop, all the way down. <laughs> I felt like a challenge too, by the way. I'm like, I need to, I need to up it. Right, 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 right. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> um, 
And then Amanda continues, went out or stayed in. Stayed in the office. As a chronic overworker, this made so much sense for me to do, especially the first playthrough. Though I'm not going to lie, the going out scene is so much fun. I've worked on getting a better work-life balance, so later games, I tend to go out, especially when romancing Morgan, for the fun interactions. Ooh. Ooh now I'm curious. Yeah. I did a little bit of both, I think. I definitely went out with Tina a few yeah, times. Yeah, I did too. Uh, Nate and I went out... I did our thing a couple of times. That's all I got. I don't think I ever went out with Nate other than a work thing. But I went out with Tina and then they all showed up. Right. Um, and I know there's that part with Tina asks you out, you have to like pretty much directly asking you, are you going to be somebody who stays in or do you go out sometimes? Uh, it's, I do say, oh, yeah. Yeah. And Tina even asked like, you know, about romance, and you can say I have no time for romance. Um, Which I did. I think I said the same thing. I think I said, like, it's not a priority. Essentially, it's not a priority for me right now. So um, I need to know, because they described the home. What kind of <laughs> home did you pick? I think I did. It was, like, cozy. Clutter? Cozy clutter? Cozy like a grandma's? Yeah. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that came to well. bite me in the end. I was like, well, damn it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then, like, the whole Team Bravo, Unit Bravo comes over, and they're looking at your apartment. I remember feeling kind of, like, embarrassed, even though it's not yes! a real apartment. <laughs> it's not real. But yet, I was also embarrassed, because it, the mm -hmm. options are, like, chic or minimal or industrial or cozy. Yeah. And I was like, of course I'm going to do cozy. And I was like, wait, I didn't mean grandma cozy. <laughs> <laughs> what does cozy mean to you? Who's <laughs> <laughs> having enough blankets around so that everyone can have one if they desire? Yes, and, and a tea. comfortable place to sit. Yes. <laughs> yes, I agree. I agree. But that is certainly my apartment is what I, I chose the closest thing to my apartment. <laughs> and then Amanda writes, reaction to vampire revelation, accepting pretty much always choose this, especially after everything that goes down the story. So this is like when you find out, oh, there's supernatural beings, they're vampires. How do you react? I think I did the like... What? But okay with it eventually. <laughs> yeah, me too. I think I did the okay and then moved on. I'm like, I'm going to need time to process. Yeah. I don't think I was ever like, oh, I, I hate this or I hate all of you. or any I was just sort of like, this is a lot. All right. Well, let's keep working then. <laughs> Moving on. We've got things to do. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then Amanda writes, agreed to agency blood test. Yes, this one changes all the time as the story goes on. I don't think there's a right answer, but I'm sure it will come back down the road. I agreed to do it too. Me too. But I was very like, I that one I, I got stuck on for a long time. But I thought like story-wise... Oh, it would see, move for things me, along. in real life, I would want to know what's wrong with me or what is happening. Like, uh, immediately, I would be yes. Mm-hmm. That's a real-life decision. I was very, very torn, which is also me in real life. I was like, oh. <laughs> but now they'll have my blood. Like, I was back and forth, back and forth. But I did eventually. I was like, okay, I want to I know and see what happens in the story. And then Amanda writes, romance, Ava. Uh, this was such a difficult one. <laughs> and I debated between her and Natalie for way too long. My second game, I actually ended up romancing Natalie and have found that I rarely romance Ava now because the slow burn and hot and cold of her personality has been not my cup of tea as I have grown older. So Ava being uh, Adam in our case. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's the thing is like, now I want to go back and romance everybody 
this is what's going to happen to me. Um, <laughs> but that's why Please I chose the triangle. know that we are having real-time revelation. It is. <laughs> that's what we're talking that's about. My this. future. <laughs> that's my future. Thank you, Amanda. No, yes. yeah, I absolutely felt the same way. In like, I, I, I think I would stick to Adam when it comes to like romance novels. I like the buildup of the fighting through. Also, because mm-hmm. I'm just as stubborn in real life, but also it makes me. There's something to uh, just goading a little bit in a mm. good way. Mm-hmm. Like, not mean, mean. Um, but yeah, Nate was my character. I tried to flirt with him, but it ended up being, we just friends. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was a nice guy. In a, in a non-like internet mean way, he was actually a nice yeah. guy. Um, <laughs> at least it seems. Who knows what happens later? I do, I do love a good slow burn. Um, I think part of that is, because I often catch myself reading slow burn fan fiction and I'm not in it for the romance, but there's something kind of funny <laughs> about it to me where they neither of them realize that I'm like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you fools. <laughs> um, so that could be fun. And, I, you know, I'll see how this triangle plays out. Maybe it will be real interesting. <laughs> but I did, you were right. You you had it, you hit it on the head. I wanted to be with Farrah. So I guess I'll have to go back. Oh, but I wanted to be with Morgan too. Yeah, you did. You tried to tell me both, and I was like, yeah, but Farrah seemed to be the one that would have gotten you. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. Agreed. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly boring since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snag a Job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Today, I'm going to give you some straightforward advice on how to deal with naughty kids. How about instead of timeouts, time ins? Time for you to start paying some bills. I'm JB Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward, inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig for details. And then Amanda continues... 
Murphy bite the detective. So the detective being you. Um, uh, yes, on the neck, first playthrough, I was livid about this. I thought I had done everything right, but it was one mistake in not trusting my skills. I've had a few variations to this and some where there is no bite. Huh. Ooh. I definitely got bit, so I did Me something too. wrong. <laughs> I, yep, I got bit. I was mad too. It's <laughs> <was> like, no. <laughs> I just assumed it was an overall, like it has to happen so we can uh, play through it, but okay. Apparently not. Oh gosh. Now I want to know what choice. Where did I go wrong? No, no. Uh, definitely having to play it back. Thanks a lot, Amanda. Oh my gosh. Thanks a lot, Amanda. <laughs> uh, and then finally, Murphy's fate, Amanda writes. Captured. Not going to lie. Not entirely sure how I managed this on my first playthrough, but must have been ecstatic, especially after suffering a bite. I feel like most of the other games I have done wind up with him running away. Oh, I didn't know he could. I assumed it was automatic because, yeah, I captured him too. I did too. Did you sacrifice yourself? <laughs> to distract him. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Well, and the, the thing, the choice I think I did incorrectly, but I'm, I don't regret it because it's totally true, was there was like one where she, the detective had the option of like healing herself mm-hmm. and then, because she was pretty injured in my case, and then going in and I ignored the healing and I was like, no, we're going in. Like observe I did the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure I should have... Uh, Taking that moment and healed myself. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I captured him. Uh, and then we, it sounds like we're going to be working together, uh, the detective and Unit Bravo and future projects, because now you're the detective is like a supernatural beacon and everybody wants a piece of yes. her blood. <laughs> piece. Well, that's the thing. So yeah, because, you know, as the future, I'm like, oh, it just abruptly ended. What happened? Realizing it is a three-parter, but I was like, I, I assumed it would still like wrap up a little bit, and it kind of really didn't. So I was like, all right, what do I do with this? But before we go there, I do want to know, because there's a part where you can get your personal information. So I needed to know what your personality was, because I thought it was interesting for Kira Kingston. For Kira Kingston. All right. Uh, personality, 66% charming, 34% intimidating, 54% impulsive. cautious, 43% sarcastic, 57% genuine, friendly, 62% stoic, 38% easygoing, 62% stubborn, 38% heart, 78%, mind, 22%, optimist, 67%, pessimist, 33%, team player, 75%, independent, 25%. Oh, wow. That sarcastic went through me. So, my personality trait for Carolyn was uh-huh. charming, 53%, intimidating, 47%, because I'm not going to back down, <laughs> impulsive, 58%, while being cautious at 42%, sarcastic, 39%, while being oh. genuine, 61%. <laughs> That's why I was like, what? Whoa. Friendly, I was 48% friendly, 52% stoic. And then I was 48% easygoing, while 52% stubborn, which feels about right. And the traits, I'm 82% heart, (laughs) 18% mind, so Uh okay, thanks. Um, I'm 55% optimist, with the 45 being the pessimist. And then 58% team player, 42% independent. 
Wow, there were some surprises in there. <laughs> yeah, no, your sarcastic was a little surprising. I'm not going to lie. Um, I, I was fun. I was like building it up. I was trying to be stoic because I am an observer. That is something I've always been told. Like I will not react until I see what the environment is doing. So therefore, I probably would be seen as stoic. Because mm-hmm. uh, I'm not going to, especially in new situations, I'm not going to react. I'm going to try to figure out what's happening before I react yeah. and then go for it. And I'm going to be reading as many people as possible. So that could be a little more personality. But I'm sarcastic as hell, so that's quite funny. I think for me, I'm also an observer, but I also am very... Uh, once I get to know somebody, then my personality really adapts to what they do. So I think I was not sarcastic at all at the beginning, but then I was like, oh, Morgan seems like she appreciates sarcasm. Maybe Adam does. So I sort of adapted based on their personalities, Sarah which is something I do. Sarcasm. I don't, I think I might, oh yeah, I was sarcastic with her. But I was much more like balanced with sarcasm and genuineness with her. But so, I mean, that is accurate. I, I think I kind of adapt and since you have multiple characters in there that appreciate sarcasm that's where that came from I think overall you were more balanced than me but that your yeah, heart yeah I was definitely balanced except the heart, heart part versus mine was a bit shocking because <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I was like quit being mean to these people why would we be mean to the victim's mother that's so ridiculous like yeah. it didn't make sense why would I be mean to Tina who feels a connection to this family no, I'm not going to be mean to these people. What's wrong with you? <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I feel like looking through my... Because you can also look at your relationship stats with the team. Yeah. I actually like was way more friendly with everybody. And flirting was much less so. Yeah? Yeah. So who are, your, who are you uh, most friendly with? Uh, Nate. Uh, but Farah was very close. Nate and Farah very close. So they gave you points. Um, mm. Who was the flirt one? The biggest flirt I had was Nate. Okay. Um, I had six flirting points with him and ten friend points with him. Okay. Oh, wow. So, yeah, for Adam, I had six flirting points, four friends. Nate, I had one flirting point, seven friends. For Farah, I had zero flirting points and three <laughs> friends. And for Morgan, I had zero flirting points and two friends. Oh, man. Morgan and I had the least good relationship. I was flirting all about. I was friend friending all about. <laughs> <laughs> all of mine are like higher Hi, uh, than that. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, I need to do more, <laughs> which is actually fair. Nah. No. Um, well, next playthrough, we'll revisit. Yes. Uh, I am curious about the future, what's going to happen in the next book. And it's, Amanda, fun for you because you already know. But she already don't know. knows. Hey, right. What are your predictions? I think there's going to be some other stronger supernatural force and maybe another opposing government force. Um, and they're going to find out. I think the secret's going to get out of the bag about your very special detective blood. Um, I feel like they're going to synthesize our blood for the team. Mm-hmm. I could see that. I could see that. Well, I guess we'll see. I, I guess we'll, we'll see. see. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Amanda, <laughs> for this. It was so fun. 
uh, and you were a hero and wrote these questions and you went way above and beyond what we asked. So thank you. Um, thank you for yeah, doing this, for sending it to us. This is right up my alley as I'm discovering all these new uh, phone games because y'all, I'm, I'm downloading so many more. Right now, I think I just told Annie that I'm doing um, like Find Your Object murder mystery so come on i need more suggestions (laughs) because i'm loving these and after i hit a certain point and i can't win i'm like all right i quit (laughs) so i need new suggestions noted new suggestions (laughs) where she won't quit because she can't win Um, yes yes please send those our way because we do love them and and this was really fun and we hope that you enjoyed it as well Uh, you can email us at stephaniamomstuff at iheartmedia.com you can find us on twitter at momstuffpodcast or on instagram at stuff I've never told you thanks as always to our super producer Christina Christina have you done this because we need you to do this yes oh I would love a comparison of stats Christina um, and thanks to you for listening Stuff Owner told you is a production of iHeartRadio for more podcasts from iHeartRadio you can visit the iHeartRadio app Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your favorite shows this episode is brought to you by PNC Bank who believes some things in life should be boring like banking Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly boring since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.